Uh, I will in just a moment. Okay. Welcome back to the Key and the Late Podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. And we are here for our very first micro podcast to feature the one and only Sagamore Spirit. Brett Bauer from Sagamore, welcome to the podcast. Hey, young world. Oh, that's somebody oh. else's line. <laughs> he stole it. He just, oh, he's here. He just stole it, stole it, stole it. Just kidding. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Wilson, uh, thanks for coming back again. Hey, young world. Still looking great in that sweater. Thank you. Appreciate it. We also have another guest with us. Andy from Over in Mythology is hanging out with us to talk and drink some Sagamore. I got to come up with a song to like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of <laughs> we, our intro music you'll hear is uh, basically a porn music. Pretty much. Yeah. And it's sexy porn um, music. Yeah. <laughs> Raunchy, absolutely. Sophisticated, sophisticated, sophisticated porn music. Well, it's um, very jazzy. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun to have Andy here because uh, together we both said no to Sagamore entering Illinois, and then um, now we're here. He he said yes to having Sagamore enter Illinois just a few months later, and, and right kind of coincided with my employment. So yeah, yeah he is familiar with the brand, and, and it's had a lot to do with its success here. Definitely, and as listeners know, we like to support our friends, support their whiskeys. So uh, we are here with a new two new releases from Sagamore, which. I've been waiting anxiously to try. Um, I've tried one of them, which is very great, and I'm waiting to try this one live on air, 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 on the podcast to see what it's all about. But I will let Brett take it from here. Cool. Um, as um, listeners may know, we try to have two uh, finishes released each year. In the spring, we did a tequila finish. The fall plan was to do a sherry finish, but like our Calvados finish, um, ops doesn't care about my quota. No, <laughs> um, it just wasn't where we wanted it. We're not going to release something just to release something. And, and as as you've heard on episode uh, eighty or ninety, uh, we put the Calvados back in rye barrels for for another fourteen months, and it came out to be an excellent product. Um, Sherry's going to go through a similar process. Cool. It's just where it's not shining the way we want it to shine. Um, so we're going to give a get a little bit, little extra love and, and see what happens to it, and hopefully we'll see it next year. Um, maybe this time next year. So in the meantime, rather than having nothing to release, um, we have two different releases, um, one being an ale finish and then one being an eight-year-old. Mm. Uh, the ale finish is kind of fun. I think we're only in six markets. Um, there was a brewery uh, out of the Northeast that was after a old-fashioned flavor with a, a Belgian triple they released. So they aged the Belgian triple in um, bourbon barrels that had some oranges in it. Um, released mm. the beer. Um, as some might remember, we did a Manhattan finish last year where oh, we aged it in um, brandy, vermouth, and bitter barrels and then and then put it back together. So we thought maybe an old-fashioned release was in our future. Turns out it wasn't. But okay. we, we had a few barrels of this, this ale cask where we aged our whiskey in there for 11 months. Um, brought it down to 98 proof. How old was it barely before that finish? So our whiskey is about five years. I do not know how long the beer was in the bourbon casks but you got to imagine if it was bourbon it's probably two to three years beer yeah. i'm guessing six to eight months I heard, i've heard i've heard uh eight months yeah that'd be about right with a belgian triple i can't think anything more would probably take over too much probably yeah so yeah. and then we'll 11 kevin on this one <laughs> and then 11 months in, in sagamore um five markets uh illinois delaware texas and two others i think michigan and missouri um, really kind of funky. Let me know what you guys think. Um, so we're gonna start with the the ale. Yeah, please. It's reminding me of my cubby hole in in uh, grade school with all my crayons and markers and everything. Oh my god, when you lift up your desk. Yeah, all my art supplies. Everybody, Winnie like, the Pooh pencils. has entered the podcast. Oh, I don't know why. Pencil shaving. <laughs> it's, it's like it's just. Oh my god, pencil shaving. Because <laughs> you would like sharpen your pencil and be like. 
<laughs> what is that? The lead gets stuck in there. And you're like digging in the sharper. I don't know. It's remember like a lot of bright flavors to it on the nose. You get some of those old fashioned notes, woody, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, it's just different. Like to me, it's kind of funky. Like, so was, funky. was the I goal to try to replicate an old fashioned? No, um, the, I think the goal was this. We thought this was really fun and, mm. and, and unique. Um, we started with that goal of maybe yeah. doing an old fashioned release like we did with the Manhattan, and it just for for various reasons that have not been disclosed to me, we didn't go that route. Okay. Um, but um, I know our ops team, and, and shout out to to them, and, and they crush it. So when I saw they had a couple of barrels of this, they wanted to bottle. Mm. Um, I hopped all over it, and uh, it's turned out to be kind of exactly what I'd hoped for. Is the, is the ethos going to remain with Sagamore, you think, as the company grows to do all of these finishes and the series goes along with it and kind of ever evolves? I think for the short-term future, we want to stay with those two releases. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're still young, but we're in that tween, you know, growing up period, mm-hmm. you know, five years to the public, and some things might evolve in, in the following year, especially as we're coming into our own whiskey and our own juice and yeah. put, starting to put that in the bottle in the core series. Um the distillery obviously has been open, but now Port Covington's starting to, those buildings across the way are starting to open. So, mm-hmm. you know, doing distillery releases, A, we had some really cool stuff, but also drove people to the area. There's right. not any other reason to be over there. Um, that's going to change pretty quickly um, as these buildings and, and there's a market there and some condos and things. So Port Covington's going to be a place to be. Yeah. Who knows what, do we ramp up distillery releases? Do we only do distillery releases and, and, and slow this down? You know, time will tell. But um, I think in 22 you'll see two. Assuming you know they take and turn out as as expected, you'll see a spring and a fall release. What we do in the interim, we'll see. Here too. Yeah, it's, like it's cool though. Too, like the the limited release is kind of like an R and D thing too. So it's like if one of them takes off, yeah, they could become like a permanent like line extension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think the next one we're gonna try. That's what so, that's what that's what happened well, with us. I mean, we had all those weird releases, and then the ginger beer cast became this yeah. phenomenon over in Australia. So like, we have to release it every single year, and it's, it's kind awesome. of a similar, similar similar experience. What you guys do too? Yeah. Well, uh, you, Andy's known me a long time, but clearly hasn't paid attention to my luck. We had that port finish win the world's best ride. I know, I know. And of course, we can't duplicate that because we don't know where the the bodegas were. And but, so, uh, um, how many cases for uh, for the country? Well, you said only like five markets. Yeah, five? I, I want to say we were about two hundred six packs. Okay, give or take wow. twenty five or so. It's pretty tight. That's tight. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But fun and different. Again, I don't I don't know if you mix it. To me, I, I've just been kind of sipping on a need. I can. Yeah, I've yeah. yet to do like a Belgian ale with it, but I kind of feel like that's a perfect combo. That would be really and nice. Could really pick up pretty nicely. Even like, I could see even like a chocolate stout with this. Yeah. Like, it'd be really Especially nice. this time of year. Yeah, but like, you're getting those fruit orange flavors. I mean, it is an old fashioned, it's medicinal in that sense. Um, you get a nice oaky tannin to it that's really delicious. I mean, it's overall just excellent whiskey. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I would, you could put it over the rocks and think, like, hell, I'm just drinking an old fashioned. Well, Wilson's leaving us already. I didn't yeah. know he was leaving. Sorry about that, guys. I gotta As he's so chewing in the microphone on some lemon heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which go great with whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a perfect combo. Tell the missus we say hello. Yes, please right. do. Um well yeah, no, this is awesome. Hug timeout. Hug timeout. <laughs> well, yeah, I think if anybody out there is looking for a whiskey that they just want to like sip on and get those old fashioned notes to it. I assuming there are some French oak barrels involved with these because it's like there's this orange funkiness you get to it that's reminiscent of a, a French oak cask, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're wrong, Jake. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'd have to look back at the beer and 
uh, a Northeast brewery that uh, I, I don't, I can't disclose. Ooh. Oh, I was gonna say, it was, it, can you disclose the brewery or no? No, no. I can't. Is okay. it in your area? It's in the Northeast. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, I'm trying to think of something it rhymes with because if you guys guess it, I mean, what oh, can yeah, I do? Yeah, but um, in the meantime, we can move on to the eight-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. Please, <laughs> let's do. It. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, this is what I've been very excited about. Yeah, this one's cool. This is a bit a bigger release. This is going to hit uh, 25 or so markets, almost all of them. Um, and it's the first thing we've never diluted. So it's a 90-10. So as, as you may remember from our Key in the Lake time, everything we do at Sagamore is a blend of a high rye, the high rye being very traditional, 95 rye, 5 barley. The low rye being very unique to us, call it the barely legal. 52 rye, 43 corn, 5 barley. Um, generally legal. about three parts to one, give or take. It's to a, toast, a taste profile. Okay. Uh, for the eight-year-old, it actually ended up being 90% high, 10% low. Wow. So oh. one of the highest high-rise, I think maybe the highest we've released, wow. um, at least that I'm, I'm aware of. Um, and then we didn't cut it. That's the first thing we haven't cut at all. Was that so. intentional to age that then for a longer period of time with that mash bill? Um, I, th- I don't know. I think what happened was we had some stock. Okay. And I think for our core offerings – we really think seven years is the peak, mm-hmm. especially on the high rye. Yeah. Um, so looking at what we had in inventory and then trying this at eight, but at that higher proof is is, is a home run. Is it true that um, Mikey Pinstripes is buying a case of this right now? I don't know. I, rumor has it he's looking for some. Mm-hmm. He's on the hunt. Mm-hmm. So have both of these started shipping to markets? Yes. Um, so should hit shelves. Um, some uh, some shelves in Chicago have hit. The big shelves will be hit on Friday. Awesome. Yeah. Both? Um, uh, both. Yep. Awesome. Uh, and Sweet. then Michigan is, is all out, so they're on the shelves. Missouri's about halfway through. And then eight year old, yeah, hitting most other most shelves on the East Coast for sure. Central's start hitting now. I think Perfect. Texas will be the next, maybe the end of week, early next week. Sweet. It'll be the last one. So. We'll, we'll put this out on tomorrow for November third. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the eight year old, uh, give it a whirl uh, if you haven't tried it yet. I've tried it twice. Um, I think it was funny during during delicious. Tasted it at Indie Spirit um, earlier this month, and what was was interesting. A lot of people kept looking and coming double takes. Like, are you sure that wasn't finished? That wasn't finished. Come on, Where that had they, to be. What finished. do you think it was finished in? Something I've heard brandy. I heard anything that might have been part of some cherry flavors. Yeah, um, I could maybe see some armiac on that. Yeah, maybe. someone said armiac. Another person said cognac. Like there's that leathery. I, did, I get the cognac piece. Cognac. Yeah, more yeah. To- yeah, more cognac. It's not as fruity. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. To me, I get like a real dark cherry. Like, at, like yeah. not a cocktail cherry sweetness, but like a really, really dark black cherry sort of like drunken um, cherry in a way. Yeah. yeah, like especially in the back end, and, and especially as it opens up. Um, so fun, you know, something different for us. Um, like it. This is not uh, this, it's a weird compliment to say, but it reminds me of like uh, tires peeling out on the cement and the nose, like a little bit there, like this that leatheriness, a little bit good of grittiness to it that's coming from the barrel for eight years. But I I'm very attracted to that smell, so please uh, don't think I'm making fun of you or saying anything. From bad. years of driving, what was the van? Uh, the slow and low van that was yeah. a G twenty. <laughs> I believe. Makes sense. I can put yeah. it all together. Yeah, 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 definitely. It was only it was months, not years. Oh, months. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So for our for us amateur whiskey drinkers, um, when you're saying eight year old rye, are you buying eight year old rye and then bringing it to mm. the distillery? So or are you 
buying like lesser, like a six-year-old rye and then bringing it to the distillery and aging another couple of years? So everything we've ever done is, is contract distilled through MGP. Okay. So we bought this. We haven't bought from them in 17. Uh, Sagamore, actually, our own juice is starting to enter bottles now. The distillery has been up and running for over four years, which is unbelievable. It's crazy. It's <laughs> flew, awesome. Flew by. You were there in, what, December 3rd of 18? Yeah. Um, and uh, so this is just stocks that we, we had gotten in our original contract. Got it. Partially aged in, in Indiana. We kind of move it by truckloads. And then as we okay. just built a third rickhouse, and, and so as we had room, you know, you pay MGP a fee to, to age it there. So you want to try to get it to to your your place as, as quick as you can and as effectively as you can, efficiently costing right. otherwise. Um, so this is aged eight years pretty much under our watch. Um, I don't know exactly how long the split, but probably almost even. As the last I heard was mm. as we finished, our, had some room in our last rick house. It's probably spent the last two to three years in Baltimore. Oh, awesome. I really wish we could like analyze how those temperature movements. Oh, it's, could, it's, yeah, like, I nerd out on that. Right. Because, yeah. like, you know, Indiana is such a different, well, not such a different climate, but it's a different climate compared to Maryland for sure, especially yeah. with the northeast breezes coming mm-hmm. through there. Totally. Yeah. Be yeah. around the water. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be what's fun is we're starting to enter, you know, once we become 100%, uh, 100% Maryland, is like how does the flora and the fauna of these things, mm. you know, everything else is the same. Grains, yeasts, just, I mean, our still's a little bit different, but I mean, for the most part, everything else is the same outside of aging completely in in, in, in Maryland, in right. what an area we call North, call North Point. Um, and there's, yeah, just by default, it's not, it's a different place, yeah. you know? Yeah, right. Here and at the end of the block, there's something different. Maybe not a lot, but there's something different. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so we'll be, it's exciting times. It'll be fun to see. No, like the charred, uh, it's like a really charred, great oakiness to it. Um, the clove flavor on it's great. And that drunken dark cherry note that you're talking about. It's almost like a like a heavily steeped uh, dark fruit note to it in a way. Um, like stewed like, fruit note. And it's not there. Like for me, I've, I've had this maybe three times. Mm-hmm. Once with a cigar in, in, in um, Nashville. Oh, yeah. But... It's not there on like the first or like the second sip, mm-hmm. but then it starts to hit me in like the third, and then it becomes more prominent, like totally towards the back end, totally mm-hmm. towards the finish. Um, and again, it's just not there at first. It's like okay, it's one fifteen. It's, yeah. it's big for us. It's I think the highest proof thing we've put out. The, yeah. Um, and definitely the first thing not cut. And then all of a sudden, as I kind of acclimate to it, I start to pull out some of that nuance. And, and again, that three quarters, that very end sip, that cherry, that that drunken fruit or yeah. starts to come through and then stick mm-hmm. which uh, i get why people that tried it more than once yesterday actually did a proper like you yeah. know not a shot like <laughs> let's, let's visit it two or three two or three no, sips after that like second sip you're like man this is just so complex yeah like, this must be finished i was like mm-hmm. no I, I think you're getting more at the proof and then at the age you're going to get different parts of the oak oh yeah and different parts of the wood that you're going to see in any of the rest of the portfolio which is a great exploration for sagamore yeah. to go through that try something different in there and see how your whiskey reacts to those longer age statements and also to the higher proof point yeah and it's fun I, you know i don't know if we'll see this again next year uh obviously um, fuckers. <laughs> we've got we've got some some age stock a lot of our barrel select next year will switch from six years to seven year olds so our private barrels We'll mostly be all seven-year-old next year. Great. Um, with the high end, the low rye. Amazing. Um, so you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the response is, and and who knows? We're we're still figuring it. Awesome. It's amazing to say we're only we're five, which is young and old in this industry. You know, we're ahead of so many, but but there's others with hundreds of years <laughs> ahead Very of true. us. Very true. So, wise word said. Remind me, quick question. So it says batch one A, bottle mm-hmm. seven hundred four, and then buy, and then initials. Is that who? Bottled it? Yeah, you did a bunch of those. I was say, is that like the initials of like who bottled it? Yep. Okay. Oh, wow. 
Um, and it looks like WN or NN. And then that one's got JM on it. Mm. I don't know. We've got some new people. So not... <laughs> Jim McGuire. That's so cool, though. Gives them like ownership of yeah, like, absolutely. I just, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm not sure who that is, huh. but it's cool. Yeah, uh, part of the tour experience when you come out is um, it's it's off right now because of COVID because you don't want people t- handling pens. But when we're when we're done and we're all clear with this, I don't. Just... Andy did it when he was there. I have pictures to prove it. Uh, where he filled out a good a good sheet of labels then we were able to hear them and it's pretty cool and like if we do it's fun like if you do your private label you can have you know put members on there yeah. and things like that oh, like, that's awesome hey jake your name's on six of these well hell yeah <laughs> you kind of want to buy six of them right like, exactly i did that i, I as, see i see your marketing employee <laughs> i was somewhere in dallas in, in the dallas bourbon club who are great partners mm-hmm. um a couple guys i were just out. had your barrel pick there oh really yeah uh, last week actually. oh nice yeah i yeah. like it it's really delicious oh sweet yeah i i remember i didn't sit with it and get complex sure. notes because I was running from back to my table because the door is open. I'm like, oh, there's lots of people coming in. But <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Just tried it, though. But they were out there and they so they put a bunch of members, like some of their more prominent members' names on there. Oh, and I remember perfect. a guy like came in and I was like, hey, are you big Jim? Because <laughs> he clearly was big whatever. Mm. And he's like, yeah. I was like, he was this, big. Like, he looked like a Jim. Wasn't ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think this one's for you. And he's like, Yeah. And he was going to pay for it, and I opened up another case because like the whole thing sold out in an hour, and there's oh. five more big chips. Nice. <laughs> he's like, they got me again. Oh. <laughs> nice. Well, remind everybody cool. where they can buy it. Uh, or will it be hitting the markets? Hitting the markets. It's either eight-year-old is either on your shelves or hitting soon, um, probably by the end of the week. Um, both should be on your shelves at, at, at some retailers in Chicago. Uh, Benny's will have them hopefully Friday. And you can always go to sagamorespirit.com, put in your address, Put in the SKU you're looking for, and it will tell you the closest location that's available. Awesome. Well, I'm glad Second Work could be our first micro podcast. I'm excited. Awesome. Can we call one of your uh, barrel picks one day Baltimore Love Thing? I'll sure. I'll explain off air. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brett. Why not? <laughs> Cheers. 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 Cheers.